around your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Right, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome in. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG on a Tuesday. Trent Condon and myself with you for the next two hours as uh, we talk sports with you, localizing as best as we possibly can. We've got an Iowa topic percolating, not the one that you may be thinking of. Yes, Manny Ragamba is gone. I'm sure we'll bring that up at some point, but another... A little snugget just appeared on Twitter I want to get into because, Trent Condon, you and I are in the wrong profession, my friend. <laughs> Zubin Mahente coming up at 1225. Look forward to talking our weekly conversation with our buddy from uh, ESPN, Zubin Mahente from Bristol at about 1225. Going to talk some NFL with Frank Schwab, who's a busy guy over at Yahoo Sports, the shutdown corner. He's previewing on video. And uh, a lengthy write-up on all 32 of the teams. He's very high on your Bears offense. Just a little snippet. I I watched his uh, piece on the Chicago Bears. Watched his piece on the the, uh, Denver Broncos that he has rated way too low. This is a team that's going to contend for it all this year, Trent Condon. As you well know. (laughs) This, this year's Broncos, last year's Bengals. <laughs> uh, kidding aside with that, I have no idea if they're going to be good or not. Hope they are. Not sure that they will be. Uh, Frank Schwab, 110. And then it's a Tuesday. And you and Doc Fuller, by the way, all of our guests appear on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Two locations. 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines, and then 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. You and the doc today, Hawkeye Swarm, your topic is? We're going to talk basketball today. You're going to talk basketball? We're going to talk basketball. Basketball's been talked about a lot, not in a real Recently positive way. basketball? Well, with the DJ Carton news from Sunday night, things aren't very positive. We are going to take a look at one of the best seasons, certainly of my lifetime, the best season of my lifetime, and that is the 1986-87 Hawkeye oh, squad, okay. culminating with a collapse in the Elite Eight. Right. Didn't get to the Final Four, but Trent, I want to ask you this because people have told me this, on because I don't remember it at all. I was <laughs> you know, in Canada at the time, and we didn't get a lot of Hawkeyes. <laughs> no. Or Cyclones, to be fair. Uh-huh. Um, people tell me that this team that got to the Elite Eight was better than the Final Four team. Oh, no doubt. In terms of talent. That's what I mean, right. There's not a doubt in my mind. This guy, this team had eight guys that went on to play in the NBA. Eight. We, eight. We know about B.J. Armstrong, sure. Roy Marble, Ed Horton, that group of sophomores on that team, but Lowhouse, Gamble, Jeff Moe had a cup of tea. Uh-huh. I, eight guys on this roster saw minutes in the NBA. Top to bottom, as talented of a team as Iowa's ever had. The first ever team. To put 100 on Bob Knight. That's amazing stat. And boy, did that feel good as I a Hawkeye fan. I bet it did for you guys back It was then. a year after he had thrown the chair. So, I mean, for me, I'm a seven-year-old. You know, th- yeah. this this guy is... So you wouldn't have been on Twitter anyways. I was going to say, <laughs> right. can you imagine Twitter back then oh. or the internet back then? But you probably wouldn't have been tweeting up a storm. But I'm guessing Twitter would have been uh, spirited yes. that particular night, right? Now, later in the season, Iowa got walloped when they made the return trip back to Assembly Hall. That one didn't mm-hmm. go very well. But if Iowa holds on to an 18-point lead Crazy. with under 16 to play, they would have played Indiana, the rubber match, to play Syracuse in the championship game. Instead, well, we know what happened. <laughs> it it fell didn't apart. go their way. It didn't go their way. But uh, good memories in that one. An 18-0 start to the beginning of the season. 
comeback win. They were down 22 late in the second half at Illinois against the Illinois team with Kendall Gill mm. and Stephen Bardo and on and on and mm. on. The fly in the line, the early portion of that, came back and won that game. So a lot of great memories, even some bad ones. In so where is Doc Fuller at the time? Is he is a dent- in, in dental school yes, in Iowa? Yeah, he was at dental school. I think he might have been at the airliner watching that Elite Eight game. <laughs> From from listening to him talk about it in the past, uh, yeah, he had a couple of cold ones there, but one that will a great season, but one of those what ifs. Mm-hmm. And boy, there's a lot of them, aren't there? It, yeah, it doesn't right. matter the sport. No, it really doesn't, or the school, or the team, yes. or that sports. It <laughs> is. It is. This was one of them. Um, so I look forward to that. That's what what one thirty or thereabouts. What time have you scheduled that? Yeah, about on one time, and we do our best to maintain our we times here. Uh, so about one thirty. That's what you're looking at. One thirty, okay. eighty six, eighty seven. Hawkeye hoops. Good stuff. We'll be back to football next week. We will. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Uh, not that this isn't going to be good. I'm looking forward to it because I will learn something from it. I'm I'm certain as again I don't remember too much about it. If anything, other than the fact of what I've learned from being on the air here. All right, the Hawkeye Nugget uh, that just came across Twitter. And I mentioned you and I, um, we chose the wrong profession. Yes. <laughs> what we should have done, Trent, is we should have, and I don't know how you become a rowing coach. A rowing coach. What is a rowing coach? Doesn't a rowing coach just get rides around the lake? Row. What, what do they say? Stroke? A stroke, I stroke. think, isn't it? Stroke. You, you get a, a megaphone. Oh, that's right. He's yeah. got a megaphone. So you holler into he that. Sits at the back, he or she sits at the back of the boat and gets a ride around the lake. Mm-hmm. I guess he has to be up in time to make it to practice, but right, when he gets right. to practice, he takes a seat at the back of the boat, settles in, doesn't crack a whip, but gets the, what do you call those things, the megaphone? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and starts barking. He just got a raise. He's earning at the University of Iowa, and I hope, I just hope, that every night before he you know, hits, uh, turns out the lights, that he drops down to his knees and thanks God for football and men's basketball, because here's another perfect example of what those two sports are doing, because nobody cares about rowing. No. But the rowing coach at the University of Iowa just had his salary increased to an annual compensation level of $120,000 a year to sit in the back of a boat and to get driven around a body of water, whether it's a lake, a river, wherever. Now, do these, I'm assuming it's gals, right? Mm-hmm. Do they compete for anything? I mean, they do. Yes. Is this a? Is this one of the? Is Iowa, in some circles, known as a rowing school? They are better than they were. Now, when I was in school, I but lived. What does that mean? Right across the river, and they were terrible. Uh-huh. I believe the program was just starting. The reason you have rowing, I it's very simple. It's, it's, it's yeah. It's Title Nine. It's Title Nine, and your roster can be huge. So that means. Well, what do you mean? We need. 20 scholarship athletes, 30 scholarship athletes. And they can park them in rowing? And you park them in rowing. Now, see, I didn't know that part. That's a you reason You can for hide them to get to the equal number of scholarships. Yeah. You can give a gal a scholarship knowing that there's probably very slim chance that she'll even dip a toe in the water, <laughs> let alone an oar. In fact, now this is 20 years ago when I was at Iowa, but... There were two girls on my floor. This is a bigger story than what this guy's making. I I had no idea this was the case. That had never rowed before. They were athletic. They played sports, and they went out. They tried out. They got it, and they got scholarship money. And went to school for free. Not free. Not full rides. But they were scholarship athletes. As I don't know the number. I don't know how that works as it pertains to Title IX. But had never rowed before. (laughs) But were pretty athletic. They tried out, and sure enough, 
here, here's some scholarship money. Now, it might only been cover books. And- so they actually, you think, and you believe that they actually had to take their seat in the boat and actually put a paddle in the water yes. before that they were made a member of the team? That I do know that. There was a tryout, and I know a lot of girls tried out for it because, well, they were taking girls. I'm just, you're athletic, got a little strength to you, come on out, try, might make it. Two of them made it that I know 20 years ago. Well, I, I didn't I didn't know that. I want the, to find uh, out that what the scholarship is. And, and so do they compete in is there a Big 10 am, am I missing this on ESPN the standings? <laughs> you know, you can you can you can find the football and the basketball standings in is there a rowing section that somehow escaped me? There there is a championship. You can yes, for a national championship. I I found the numbers here. This is from 2016. Uh-huh. The average scholarships awarded per team, uh-huh. an NCAA women's Division One, thirty-nine scholarships. The low is nineteen. The high, fifty-one scholarships awarded, with an average of twenty-one thousand per team and, and for the many, average scholarship. I mean, I don't know damn a thing about rolling, right? Yeah. Is there four in the boat, six in the boat? You're asking I'm the wrong guy. I'm trying to think about the Summer Olympics. Yeah. <sighs> Eight, I don't know. Fifty-one gals have. Where where did they go to school? That it just they didn't say. That the, just says the high. Yes. So they don't want to embarrass the school by actually outing the school that right. has fifty-one gals on scholarship for. What does that coach make? I wonder. Well, that's a great question, and I guess it's probably a place like Ohio State or Texas that has a ton of sports See, I that they offer. It would have been Northwestern because right after all there is a big body of water right outside the campus. <laughs> sure, sure. Or Wisconsin and Madison, right? You would think that that would be a big rowing school. How many there are over 4,000 women scholarship athletes at the Division 1 level in 88 teams. And none of them will go pro. What's that commercial? <laughs> right. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh well if you're Little Susie is kicking around the soccer ball, and you know what? She probably is yeah. not going to be a scholarship no, there's athlete. There's so many more better players than Susie right. out there. And you got on the other side, Sally. She likes to shoot hoops, but you know what? Mm-mm. Best case scenario, she's a starter senior year over at Waukee, but that's about it. Right. Figure out this rowing thing. Because there's so. a lot of money out that's there. That's crazy. And you got to balance the books because you have to have the same amount of scholarships depending on your student body. Mm-hmm. Your student body is 54% women. Need to have fifty four percent of your scholarships. I wonder, Trent, if there's recruiting wars. Oh yeah, there really is. There has to be, right? And do these does it get down and dirty amongst rowing coaches? You know, uh, uh, it's just like any other sport, though. Skip's not going to be here. Well, the I mean, there's one hundred twenty five thousand dollars on the line yeah, at yeah. Iowa. Yeah, think of what it is at some of the top level programs that are out there. I don't want. I, I, I shudder to think. All right. Well, anyways, I didn't think we'd spend this much time on rowing. We apologize for those who've had enough. <laughs> we'll get back to what really matters. Although maybe rowing is more popular than Major League Baseball. I hope that's not the case. Uh, how much of the Cubs did you watch like last night? Full disclosure with me. I think I made it. By the way, Kyle Hendricks, mm-hmm. who I didn't see him finish his game. But they needed that out of him last night. Right. They really did. And and you know what? Kyle Hendricks probably needed that more than the Cubs did because he's got to be thinking to himself, what has happened uh, to, uh, to some of my mechanics and to some of the abilities that I thought I had because he has not looked like the professor. Last night he did. He looked really good last night. He did. He uh, now was, who's? Oh, go ahead. No, well, he was. I mean, you could you could tell from the get go that he had his best stuff. He was locating. He was mm-hmm. pinpoint. He went a lot deeper into the game than I eight and a third anticipated too. 
I was just kind of waiting. All right, you got a good start after six. Is, no. Yeah. After seven, no. Because usually after, after, the six, at the, yeah. after five or six, Madden's looking to give uh, give him the hook. No, but he was good last night. All right, so let me ask you this part. Mm-hmm. Who should who should have the was it Rizzo's error at first base when the ball got away or was it Hendricks? I mean it was given to Rizzo. Oh, probably shouldn't have been. I agree with you. I thought the score got it wrong. Yeah, I mean, that's a tough play. It is. It is. And for a guy as talented as Rizzo, you expect mm-hmm. him to make the play. Sure, but to hand him the error on that one, I thought that was kind of a tough scoring decision. It was. Yeah. I uh, so I stayed up for the whole thing. That's crazy. Got Good through it all. What time did it end? No, twelve twenty-five, maybe right in that range, something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, then rolled over and flipped on my show. I was watch. I watch The Simpsons, and that's what I fall asleep to. Put on the sleep <laughs> timer, watch an old episode of The Simpsons. That's how I fall asleep because I know them all by heart. So yeah. you know, turn off the brain, and there I go. But the uh, the hit from Sandoval, the the game winner, right? Slapped it to left field. He, you talk about it, a weird, odd career. Do you remember anything like this? Just going no. from. The Boston he, era? He was unplayable. Mm-hmm. Unplayable with that contract. Now he's come back and he's kind of back to being Pablo Sandoval again. Well, I wonder if it's a lot of it has to do, I think, with comfort level for him. I mean, he had some success there before for whatever mm-hmm. reason. It just maybe the pressure of the, you know, there, there's a lot of guys that can't play in New York. Right. You know, yep, and if yep. you take the New York media, it's, it's maybe worse in Boston. The Boston MLB media, um, they're tough. Yankees media, they're tough. Maybe that's maybe that had something to do with it. But you're right. It um certainly looks like a different guy. Uh and he was it was an O two pitch. He was down O two. I, I think I th- yeah. I thought I read that in okay. the in, in the summary. Because again, I made I made it through five, but that was uh that was all I could do last night. Well, uh speaking of local news, got a little something that just came across here. The email from Steve Rowe. Yes. Iowa has named their leadership group. Now, they haven't named their three players going to Chicago yet. Iowa State did yesterday. We should they do that because we were right on the money. And I mean, we'll, it wasn't a very tough decision. No, that, that one was pretty easy. But their leadership group, 12 players, six seniors, five juniors, and a sophomore. So here is the group. Your seniors, Nick Easley, mm-hmm. Jake Gervas, mm-hmm. Parker Hesse, Aaron Menz. Boy, this reading his name. Yeah. Tough. Matt Nelson and Keegan Render. Your juniors... Look at this group. Amani Hooker, Amani Jones, Anthony Nelson, Brady Ross, and Nate Stanley. And the sophomore of the group's Torin Young. But that group of juniors. Can you remember a group of juniors this good? I mean, remember him back to the 2019 Stansy was a junior that yeah, year? Yeah, I'm sure there probably was, Trent. But this is a pr- I know where you're going with this. This is a pretty accomplished group, a, a, a group of guys that are going to be asked to do a lot this year. And three guys that have a chance to make a, a leap to the NFL. No, I agree with you. No, no offense and no brainer. No, we know about is. that. Yep. If Stanley can improve his completion percentage and put up the same kind of numbers that he did last year, even improve upon it, He'll have a decision. Uh-huh. And then Anthony Nelson, yeah. who's maybe trending towards double-digit sacks this year, a group of three juniors that have that opportunity, coupled with the depth of that class. It's a junior class, really good, but uh, could be decimated by the NFL draft come, it, which, come April. I, I agree with you, which makes me wonder, really, when you let off the, when you read off the group of seniors, um, Parker Hesse needs to go to Chicago. Yeah. But yep. of, of the group of seniors, I, I know that um, – um, I don't know. I, Parker Hesse needs to go. I think he's. I should take some juniors now. Iowa State. 
Uh, they're taking Peavy, Kemp, mm-hmm. Montgomery, and Ray Lima. I think that's the right four. Two seniors, two juniors. Yeah, two on two offense, two defense, mm-hmm. and you know you can maybe make a case for Willie Harvey, but Ray Lima's. Um, I could I could certainly understand that as well. I don't think we're going to see a junior from Iowa. I know you don't. I just there's only been one, mm-hmm. and from everything that you hear about what the middle linebacker spot was with Josie Jewell and what kind of leader he was. He was a guy that was on this leadership as a freshman, this leadership group mm-hmm. that Iowa has. He, from the get-go, was a guy that people got behind, and I think it was Ferentz bending just a little bit because of that one particular guy. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see three seniors there again. Mm-hmm. And You think Easley's going? we gotta, we got to know pretty quick here, don't they? Have to uh, announce this? Well, I would think, you know, well, a week from Monday's media day. Yeah. So, I mean, Iowa State goes next Monday. They they waited a week out. The Big 12 yeah. waited a week. So maybe it will be uh, on Monday of next week before we find out. So um, media days are here. Let the bells ring out and the banners fly, right? <laughs> We're Football getting close. season is almost upon us. Frank Schwab's going to join us in the 1 o'clock hour to talk NFL. Zubin's going to join us next. I'm sure we'll do some college football conversation with him. LaShawn McCoy, Shady McCoy, um, he's trending on Twitter and for all the wrong reasons. Um, he denies the spousal abuse, but the pictures have been posted. Picture of his, I think it's his girlfriend, uh, posted by a friend of hers, hmm. um, alleging animal abuse, child abuse, and spousal abuse. And the pictures of his girlfriend, um, black and blue, bloodied face. Uh, if indeed this this is true, and he's found you know, guilty of doing this, I hope he's uh, never plays another down of professional football. It and I know the pictures look awful, right? The the whole Ray Rice thing was. It was clearly a, it was an awful topic, but mm-hmm. when the video came out and your and your mind was able to wrap around exactly what you've been what you'd been hearing leading up to it, mm-hmm. this picture, Trent, just awful, awful, awful. We'll come back. We'll talk to Zuba Mahente, ESPN. Uh, look forward to that discussion. Hawkeye Swarm on the eighty six eighty seven Iowa men's basketball team at one thirty. Trent and I until two. It's the Ken Miller Show, seventeen hundred KBGG. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. Summer is here, and when the storms hit and your roof leaks, it's time to call Wolf Construction. From a complete re-roof to just fixing that leaky roof. The roofing staff has experience working with many different roof systems with Wolf Construction and a knowledge of how the roof system works best for your home. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-225-8866 or online wolfconstruction.net Support Special Olympics Iowa and join the Kiwanis Club of Urbandale for the annual Jim Jordan Memorial Golf Classic on Wednesday, August 15th at Our Creek Golf Course in Ankeny. Special Olympics Iowa provides year-round sports training and athletic competition to over 14,000 individuals with intellectual disabilities in the state of Iowa. The tournament starts at 8 a.m. and all golfers receive 18 holes of golf, a cart, lunch, and opportunity for prizes. To sign up a foursome, as an individual or for sponsorship opportunities, please visit soiowa.org or call 515 515- 
986-5520. We'll see you on August 15th at Otter Creek Golf Course to chip in for the athletes. Golf Headquarters, 2900 University Avenue, Clock Tower Square, West Des Moines is back. 10,000 square feet of all the great golf gear. Golf Headquarters made special purchases to save you money. Cleveland Wedges, $79.99. Precision Distance Range Finders, $149.99. Odyssey Putters, $99.99. Golf Shoes from FootJoy Closeouts from 55. Sun Mountain Stand Bag Special Purchase, $149. $49.99. Callaway Irons for only $399. Golf Headquarters, 2900 University, Clock Tower Square, West Des Moines. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah. They're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah. We still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Ladies, let me ask you something. Do you actually believe those commercials that try to sell you perfectly styled hair? I mean, how many stylists do you think it takes to get that model's hair to look like that? Exactly. At Suave, we asked our models in our commercials to wash and style their own hair. Why? To show that Suave actually works. And they were blown away. Suave gave them full, smooth, easy-to-control hair in real life. But don't take my word for it. With Suave's money-back guarantee, try it for yourself. Suave, for hair you can believe. Hey guys, Trent Cotton back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. And all summer long, give it away iCubs tickets. Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you or give them a call at 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. Did you know the Heritage Carousel in Union Park is available for rentals? This is a one-of-a-kind venue that will keep your guests talking long after the party. We've hosted everything from birthday parties to rehearsal dinners. The Heritage Carousel is owned and operated by the Des Moines Carousel Foundation and is a not-for-profit organization. If you would like to have your next event at the Heritage Carousel, go to heritagecarousel.org for more information on renting the carousel. Since 1980, Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins has been Central Iowa's trusted local source for precious metals, rare coins, currency, and estate jewelry. Christopher's can help you invest in gold or silver and start or sell a coin collection. If you're looking for top value on family heirlooms, diamond and precious gem jewelry, or luxury watches, Christopher's trained staff will provide the information you need to sell with confidence. Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins. South of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at Christopher'sRareCoins.com. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines or online at heartlandflags.com. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com 
where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry PC and Rush Niggin. Let's go. Let's go. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. You Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trenton and myself taking you up until 2 o'clock, 1 o'clock hour. Some NFL conversation. Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports. And then Dr. Fuller slides in. Trent and Dr. Fuller are going to take a look at the 1986-87 Hawkeye Men's Basketball Program. Uh, right now, let's head to Bristol, shall we? Zubin Mahente, he joins us, our buddy from ESPN, in his regular spot here on a Tuesday. Zubin, Trent, and Ken, how's your week going? Pretty good, guys. I mean, it's getting crazy. This, You know, we always talk about on your show and other shows that, uh, you know, July's kind of slow, but I'll tell you what, I mean, like, if it's Rafa and Federer again, England's in the World Cup final, mm. NFL training camps by the end of the month, mm-hmm. NBA Summer League just on fire, Major League Baseball All-Star Game seven days from today, Home Run Derby six days from today, that's not bad for a barren month. No, not bad at all. I, uh, I'm with you. Uh, the ESPYs, you didn't slide that into yeah. the equation. That's Is that is still a big of event, Zubin? Um as it was, maybe has it grown? I guess at the to the level that they thought it would when they first decided to uh, to bring this to TV. I mean, I think so, just because now it's on ABC. You know, it's on a broadcast network, and to me, that's probably the best indication you can get. I think the other thing is the host. I mean, John Cena has hosted it. Now, look, I'm I used to be involved in wrestling when I was a kid. I'm 40, but I know there's a ton of people half my age that love John Cena. I'm sure there's some wrestling fans. In your audience, that's a big name. Peyton Manning has hosted it. That's a pretty big name. Danica Patrick has hosted it. That's a pretty big name in terms of transcending sports. So the two qualifiers I would give it are who is hosting the show. Do A-listers want to be a part of it? So I think the answer to that is yes. And is it on the most visible platform that the company has, which would be ABC, which is you know obviously available in as many homes as practically anything out there. Um, you know, you don't have to have cable and all that sort of stuff. So for me, it would be yes, just because I think uh, – we're putting it on our biggest platform, and the biggest stars in sports have continued uh, to be on it. I know uh, we'll be doing a lot of stuff next week. I was talking to Dave Steele and Kevin Nagandi. I think they're going to be doing Sports Center from the red carpet. So I think, uh, you know, usually the red carpet used to have its own type show, but um, they're trying to move Sports Center in there too. And um, I think, as you guys know, I'm sure you guys talk about stuff all the time like this the melding of sports and entertainment, um, the E and the S and ESPN. I think, I think that is probably. Um, the lines are being blurred more than ever before. And I think there's, you know, people are crossing over from both sides all the time. So I think it's, uh, it's an award show. It's athletic accomplishment. Um, and it's a, obviously it's the perfect time of the year. So just on those factors, I'd probably say yes. Do you get to make it there? I, I know some people that work at ESPN don't, are never able to make it there because of scheduling and you still have work to do back in Bristol. And secondly, if you do, do you get to see Ray Cole every time? Because you know he's going to make his <laughs> yes, way out he there. Is. <laughs> Ray Cole, I, you know, Ray Cole is one of the most influential people in my career. I don't actually get out there very much. I actually work on SportsCenter during the week. I know people actually love it so much they actually take time off to go to the ESPYs. Like, so they'll take a vacation to go to something that involves work, right? That's how much people like going to the ESPYs. You know me. I'm more of a cut-and-dry sports guy. I'd rather sit there and just do the 11 o'clock SportsCenter uh, next week, which is what I'll be doing probably at that time or whatever it is. So um, that's my thing. 
But I would tell you this about Ray Cole real quick. The first day I joined ESPN, I used to work with this guy um, that was uh, taking me around. And we have this thing called Rookie Camp. It's sort of like any orientation you would have for any job, any new job you take out there. And the first thing he said to me when he looked over my uh, resume or looked over my little bio or whatever I had done prior to getting to ESPN, and he goes, oh, W-O-I. Do you know Ray Cole? (laughs) 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 It was just kind of one of those things where I was like, Ray's been there, done that. And uh, he was great for me. And he's done a lot of great things with ABC uh, over the years. In fact, I just heard from him earlier this season. I was doing halftime of a West Virginia-Iowa State game at Hilton Coliseum. I think this was one. I think the Cyclones beat the Mountaineers this year. I was kind of surprised. But I remember doing the halftime for that. And, you know, as soon as we're done with the halftime, boom, Ray Cole email. How you doing? Good to see you out there. So really great guy. I don't know. Maybe many of your listeners may not have actually had personally interacted with him. But uh, for a lot of people that that did sports at Channel 5 or did anything at Channel 5, he was a really great force, and I, I still consider him a friend to this day. Yeah, I'm a big fan as well, Zubin. Uh, Ray Cole, uh, very good for the community. Him and Vitel are very close, and uh, Ray oh, yeah. helps with Vitel and his fundraising efforts to fight children's cancer and uh, uh, raise there with him. Well, Zubin, um, you know, you, you mentioned all those things in the month of July, uh, the car wash I'm season's coming up at ESPN, I'm assuming, for the college football coaches, or maybe that's the early August, but um, give me... For the, for the college football fans that are just dying for any little nugget, what have you guys got planned uh, at ESPN for college football? Give me something, Zubin. Yeah, there's a few things I just wanted to quickly mention. One, um, obviously we're going to go all out at SEC Media Days in and around July 16th. So that's going to be really big, mostly on the SEC network, but obviously with Alabama's quarterback situation, Georgia trying to get back, Jimbo and the SEC to the tune of $75 million. Florida's got a new head coach. The Vols had the craziest offseason, probably, uh, a coaching search of any team I've seen in recent memory. And even a school like Mississippi State, a lot of people are expecting them to be sneaky, sneaky good this year. So we'll be on that. We're actually going to be doing a show in Los Angeles on ESPNU later this month with all the Pac-12 coaches. And uh, that's going to be kind of cool because I think you got Chip Kelly out. you got Herm Edwards, which is really interesting. you got Kevin Sumlin and Khalil Tate. I'm not saying that's Sutherland and Manziel, but it's interesting for sure. And I think even a guy like Jonathan Smith at Oregon State, I mean, he's like a lighter version of Scott Frost, you know, kind of coming back at your alma mater where you were a great quarterback. So that'll be, that'll be cool. Uh, usually the Pac-12 coaches come out this way, but we're going to go to Los Angeles to do it. But the one thing we're doing on SportsCenter, which I think you guys would really enjoy, starting August 1, I actually just am actually in the midst of doing this. For the first 29 days of August, August 1 to 29, on SportsCenter at night, the ones I work on, 11 o'clock at night. Van Pelt's on vacation through most of July, but maybe when he gets back in August, I can twist his arm a little bit. Hmm. And the 1 a.m., we'll be doing a lot of 29 big storylines to watch. And I will give you, i got to say, I tried to sneak Iowa in there. I tried to get Kirk in there as the longest tenured coach in the FBS. They weren't buying it. I tried, guys. So, <laughs> uh, But it's one of those things where we're looking ahead to all the big storylines, whether it's as big as Alabama or somebody else that's just like UCF that's trying to – follow this up and the one that we came up with yesterday and i think we're about 18 down and 11 to go but the one we're coming up with and i just thought about this for jt barrett i thought you guys would enjoy this for all the people that were looking to run jt barrett out of ohio state because he didn't win a title we'll wait to see how good Dwayne haskins is and i know he looked good against michigan but we were doing a little research on it yesterday they've been playing football at ohio state they've been playing college football at ohio state for 128 years they've never had a three-time captain before J.T. Barrett. No quarterback in Ohio State history has won more football games than J.T. Barrett. 
And no player in the history of the Big Ten Conference has accounted for more yards than one JT Barrett. And they are ready and willing and able to move on from him. That's so our theory on that one is be careful mm-hmm. what you wish for. We've got a lot of interesting ones like that coming down the pike. Notre Dame, 30 years since their last national championship. Is this the year Stanford's runner-up Heisman finishes Andrew Luck, Toby, uh, the running back Toby Gerhardt? Is this the year it ends with Bryce Love? There's a lot of things we're working on. We've got one on Lane Kiffin that's in the shoot that we're thinking about, too. Obviously, Jim Harbaugh, Shea Patterson, there's a lot of things to think about. Patterson being from Ohio, people just think about him as an Ole Miss guy, but he actually grew up in Ohio now playing for Michigan. And obviously, Chip and Herm and all the other great stories. So look for that starting August 1 if you happen to be watching us uh, at night. Zubin Mahete joining us. Zubin, uh, getting ready for MLB All-Star Week. And uh, with it, the real quiet period, as you mentioned, with, with the ESPYs that uh, take over the night after the All-Star game. We've talked in the past about the regional nature of baseball. And though things on a local level are going very well, a national level, they're not quite as good. Do you have any ideas with, with the, the national pastime upon us with the All-Star break? Anything else that baseball can do to to make it more of a national event, or have they just kind of created this monster, and if it's not local, it really doesn't matter? I think it's the latter. It's an easy way out, Trent. But think about this. I don't think Major League Baseball could go into a laboratory and come up with a better story than Shohei Otani. I don't think you can. Modern-day Babe Ruth, Mm -hmm. minority player, Asian player, player in an area of the world where you want to grow the game, um, willing to, because he's an Asian player, totally being okay, playing out of the spotlight. Let me go to the second biggest team in a certain town. Let me hit, let me pitch, let me succeed at both. Let me look terrible in spring training, and when the lights come on, <laughs> let me look amazing. Right? I mean, the whole aspect, like, mm-hmm. this guy's not going to do anything. It's like the Tebow story. It's like, this guy can't hit, and suddenly he's a double-A all-star. I'm, again, I'm not comparing that to Otani, but it's the whole zero to 60. This whole story is unbelievable. And even that, he had a huge, huge home run on Sunday night in the freeway series against the Dodgers on national TV, and nobody's really talking about it. I talked about this with Trent and Jim last week, Ken, just to reiterate, not to be too redundant here, Trent, but Bryce Harper's the biggest story in baseball. This guy's on the verge of getting the biggest contract in the history of the sport. And if you told me... Mike Trout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Extrapolate this story. Extrapolate this story to the NFL. Imagine it's the biggest, baddest NFL free agent quarterback that's going into a walk year, right? Let's call it Kirk Cousins. Let's just make this up. Let's use Kirk Cousins as an example for Bryce. Just two kind of A-list guys kind of playing in the same market, both looking at historic generational payday. And what if Kirk just limped to the finish and was terrible last year and he bet on himself and he bet on himself, he did all this stuff, and then in the one year where he needed to produce, he fell flat. We would be talking about that on ESPN all day long, Washington Sports Talk Radio, National Sports Talk Radio, you guys will be talking about it occasionally because everybody talks NFL. Bryce Harper's the same thing. He's an A-list superstar in Washington, D.C., who has proven to be, along with Mike Trout, the best player from the moment they got called up, when they got called up, I believe, on the same day, which is amazing. And now it's a rut. It's not that his skills are eroding. I'm not calling for any alarm. It's a rut. They tried to hit him lead off. He shaved his beard. He tried to do everything, all the gimmicks. But if this was any other sport and this sort of player was struggling with incredible, unprecedented money, unprecedented money, $400, $500 million, hanging in the balance, this would be a nonstop talker. And unless you're watching MLB Network or on MLB.com, where yesterday they had a headline about perhaps trading, um, it's not resonating. 
and in any other sport, a story of a guy of his magnitude, his skill level, and the salary that he could command hanging in the balance, it would be a gigantic talking point. And it's not. And it's not Bryce's fault. I'm sure he actually is happy it's not <laughs> out there this much. It's baseball's fault. Mm. Uh, you know, you, you mentioned Harper and clearly Mike Trout, and I'll throw Chris Bryant in the equation, Zubin. Of those three, who's likely to stay with the team that they broke in with? You can say two, you can say all of them, you can say none of them. What, what do you think the answer to that question is? I feel like it's Trout. I feel like he's comfortable where he is. I don't know enough about Chris Bryant. Ken, I know you watch baseball every day, so you watch way more baseball than I do. Um, I just feel like it's Trout because I feel like for every for everybody that's saying, man, Mike Trout should just be playing in New York, or Mike Trout should be playing with the Phillies, he's from South Jersey, or Mike Trout needs to go somewhere where people could realize how great Mike Trout is, even though we all know as sports fans how great he is. Um, I don't ever hear him say anything like that. He's made the playoffs, I believe, one time in his career. Um, you know, and there are plenty of players in Major League Baseball that will go to their management or will go to the press and say, we need to play better. We need to get a better roster around me. We need to fortify. And you never hear Mike Trout say that. This guy's never played in a legitimate series that would put them on the verge of the World Series. Well, I'll put it that way. He's been to the playoffs, but only once, but never really even sniffed the fall classic. And you don't really hear him complaining. I don't know enough about Chris Bryant's personality to know exactly what he's thinking or what the situation would be with him. I know he's kind of banged up at the moment. And I know 2016, obviously, will will carry a long way, but I don't think Theo is as sentimental as some people or Cubs fans are. But I would just go with Trout because he has had the most room to talk. He has had the most reason to puff out his chest and say, we need to do this. Why is it just me and uh, Pujol and Simmons and Otani? And Otani was more he picked them instead of the wounds. So it's one of those situations where I think it's more Trout because he's had the biggest megaphone. He's had the bully pulpit. He's had the ability to say, help me out, help me out, look at what I'm doing. And he hasn't said it at all. Again, that could just be his personality. Maybe he's like a Kawhi Leonard guy, right? He's like a quiet guy, doesn't really want to say or do anything. But I think most guys of his ilk would have been far more outspoken if they had spent this many years out of the playoffs. And he has not. So I would say he's rather happy in Southern California. I don't know Mike Trout. I can't give you that 100%. But that's just my read of the situation there. So to the NBA, and the saga continues on. LeBron officially signs his contract, but now report that the 76ers were strongly considered. What does that mean? I mean, is, <laughs> is that just a summer story it's to get us through to another fans, day? Trent, yeah. that's what it is. All right, let me, let me, I actually just, <laughs> I was just talking about this with somebody. This is my opinion, you tell me. Sunday, July 1, 5 o'clock Eastern time, I'm on TV with Woj on ESPN, and he goes, listen, LeBron is meeting with the Sixers. Important caveat. Sixers brass in Southern California to meet with LeBron's people, but LeBron not there. <laughs> okay, mm. so it's like, okay, LeBron is not there. 8 p.m. Eastern time, or 8.15, or 8.25, whatever it was, Woj and I bust into Sunday Night Baseball. Hey, th- thanks, Mad Bass Surgeon. Uh, real quick, can I just pass along this? LeBron James is signed with the Los Angeles <laughs> Lakers. Woj, what do you have? And we went for about 30 seconds. So if you're telling me at 5 o'clock, they had a meeting or were in the midst of having a meeting where LeBron James was not present. And the very same day, three and a half or three and 25 later, three hours, 25 minutes later, he has officially agreed to sign with the Los Angeles Lakers. My inclination is, is that it wasn't that close. 
Now, granted, they took a meeting, which is obviously a win for the Sixers. You've got to remember, two years ago, the Sixers won like 12 games, right? So mm-hmm. this is a humongous win for the Sixers. It was July 1. This is the first legitimate chance to get in front of LeBron because you can't tamper. Only the Cavs could deal with him before July 1. But this is definitely an upgrade because, remember, Kevin Durant wouldn't even meet with the Lakers, right? I mean, there's certain big-name free agents that won't even give you the time of day, like LeBron and the Knicks and disasters like that. So the Sixers getting a meeting is something, considering KD wouldn't even meet with a team like the Lakers. So feather in the cap for the Sixers. Definitely want to put out in the league that everybody wants to think about playing with our young guys, even LeBron. So if LeBron's thinking about playing with our young guys, who in the league wouldn't want to take a meeting with us? So I guess there is some posturing. But if I just look at the timeline and say uh, just a few hours after you guys met with him, he signed or agreed to sign with the Lakers and then went on a European vacation. (laughs) I can't imagine it was going down to the nitty-gritty. Well, I'll just say this, Zubin. Um, My closest colleague at my full-time job is a uh, a friend of the Simmons family. And on July the 1st, at about, I think it's probably supper time here, 6 or 7 o'clock, he sent me a text and told me that the Sixers have reached out to Ben Simmons, who is in Australia, and told him to get his you-know-what back to the States because he thinks that they are going to get LeBron James and they and Simmons and James have to, I don't know, what, what they were going to do, but the 76ers needed Ben Simmons, and Ben Simmons was actually on an airplane when it came out and said that they'd been left at the altar. He was on an airplane bound for the States, from Australia when it became official that LeBron was going to become a Laker, and they were devastated. I could imagine that. I mean, I'm sorry, I have no reason to doubt what your, what your buddy is telling you. I, I, my general thought on that would just be, if we're going for LeBron James and we need to put the icing on the cake, then all hands need to be on deck. I mean, let's remember, this team does not have a president of basketball operations, right? So you go out to meet with Rich Paul, who's LeBron's childhood friend and agent at Clutch Sports, and, uh, you know, who's, who is Rich Paul dealing with with the Lakers? He's dealing with president of basketball operations, right. Urban Magic Johnson. He's dealing with GM Rob Palenka, who was a player agent and an agent for guys like James Harden and Kobe Bryant himself. Um, the Sixers go up there and say, we don't, who, who are you talking to, Brett Brown? I mean, like, I mean, you know, they don't have that right. person. And so you need all hands on deck. I have no reason to believe, I'm sure your friend is 100% accurate with that, but when you're the Sixers, and I'm going to say this kindly, when you're running third in a three-dog three race, right? I mean, if it's Lakers, Cavs, Sixers, you could make the assumption that the Sixers likely, maybe we're a strong third, right? If it's win-play show, they definitely, they definitely get some money, right? If, you know, if this is a race. But to me, if you're an organization like the Sixers, you've got to go all hands on deck. Um, I don't think the Lakers needed to do that. I don't think they needed to bring Kobe to the table and say, be the next legend. I don't think Dan Gilbert needed to help it convinced LeBron how much people in Cleveland love him. I think if you're the Sixers, you're in the atypical position of here of trying to convince LeBron how much you want him, especially at the very top of the masthead of the organization, Ken, there's a hole. So if LeBron wants to build the roster, like who am I conversing with? I mean, make no mistake, when they signed Lance Stevenson, Rajon Rondo, and McGee, JaVale McGee, you know LeBron signed off on all those moves. And he signed off on every move the Cavs made. And if he's trying to work in concert with somebody with the Sixers to build this roster for the next several years, that he's going to be there three, four years, whatever, who is that guy? Sure, it could be the owner, but I think you want to deal directly with the basketball operations guy on a day-to-day basis. The Sixers don't have that guy. So to me, whatever they have to do to fill those gaps, maybe our best player 
our most transcendent player. Let's go all hands on deck and see what happens. Just a guess from what I'm saying, but I just think when you know you're third in a three-horse race, you've got to do a little bit more than the other teams do, and the Sixers are obviously trying to leverage every single piece they have. I don't blame them, right? I mean, two years ago, 12 wins, trust the process, fire their GM, and now you're in a position to land LeBron James, and you think you're close? You're going to exhaust every possibility imaginable. No, no doubt. Last thing, Zubin, every four years uh, in the, during the Winter Olympics, the buzz sport is always curling. It's seemingly uh, never without fail. Curling is the sport everybody's talking about. Here we are uh, in the midst of a world, well, almost at the conclusion of a World Cup, and there's been a lot of buzz surrounding this World Cup, despite the fact that the American team uh, didn't qualify. Is soccer, is, is, is soccer um, you know, taking the place of, of curling in the Winter Olympics as far as buzz? Will we be talking about this in the weeks, months, years to come? I think we will be, and I think for a couple of reasons. Soccer's in a great place. You didn't need Messi. You didn't need Ronaldo. You don't need the defending champions, and you're fine. And I think that power enough for the sport in this country. In other countries, people are glued to it. I mean, when England, if England plays in the World Cup final on Sunday afternoon, you think anybody's going to Wimbledon? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's one of those sorts of things. But in our country, with us not in it, and the two most recognizable people that quote-unquote American sports fans, and I'll dub myself a quote American sports fan, um, that dabbles in the World Cup but doesn't really watch the EPL and stuff like that, um, I think it's a huge coup that people are disinterested, minus superstars and minus our guys. So that's big. Here's the other thing. This may sound so generic and cliché. But I honestly believe this, is, this could be a turning point for soccer. When you watch a World Cup game, and it's one nothing. eight years ago, 16 years ago, when we had it, 24 years ago in America, the ugly American sentiment, and I'll, I'll be honest, like I'm in this group, <laughs> the ugly American sentiment would be, oh my goodness, what a boring, boring. nil-nil game. Yep. What a boring one nothing game. And now when it's one nothing and teams are attacking in the 94th minute of extra time, to save their World Cup team, to make their country not be glum for the next four years. It's incredible, thrilling soccer. The fact that England and Croatia both got here on PKs is unbelievable. At least one round of PKs to get to this particular point. Croatia's played like back-to-back games with PKs. I mean, it's unbelievable. We would look at that and say, that is so boring. Why isn't there any offense? Why isn't there anything happening? And now we've sort of completely turned a dime and said, this is something to watch. I'll leave you with this. I told this to Trent and Jim the other day. England played Panama in the group stage game, and England won 6-1. Panama had never played in the World Cup. And when Panama scored their first goal, they lost this game 6-1. They were seen to be one of the worst teams in the field. England was a middling team that obviously played so much better than we thought. When Panama scored their first and only goal in this World Cup, their fans were celebrating in the stands for 10 minutes. They were down. They were going to lose the game 6-1 and be out in the group stage, I mean, as fast as anybody. And that was a lifetime moment for Panamanians. I don't think we will ever understand that in this country. I don't think Christian Pulisic or Landon Donovan could score a goal that would make me cry or make me not get up from my seat for 20 minutes. But that stuff happens around the world. And when we're seeing that up close and personal, it means something. But, it's, but at the end of the day, nil-nil, we used to roll our eyes. Now it's nil-nil, can't wait for penalty kicks. And that is a huge win for soccer. We are out of time, my friend. Thank you, Zub, and I agree with you, by the way. I'm into this as well. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Zub.
All right, guys, take care. Good to talk to you. Zuma Mehente, ESPN, Tunley. Quick break, come back, wrap up the hour. Ken Miller Show, Trent and I till 2, 1700 KBGG. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu, made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. Bennigan's is a proud sponsor of high school baseball on 1700. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. You just get it through the experience. I'm a fan of a lot of our fast, casual cuisine. I love the theater and the shopping. My kids love to go to the parks. There's a lot going on musically. If you can't find things to do in Des Moines, you must be boring. This is a magical place. Don't miss out. Visit CatchDesMoines.com and plan your getaway to Greater Des Moines. Catch what you've been missing. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Why wait until November for Black Friday savings when you can score big in July? Dell's Black Friday in July sales event is back and bigger than ever. Get incredible deals on the very latest PCs and gaming laptops with Intel Core processors and free shipping on everything. Plus, don't miss an amazing selection of electronics and accessories. For huge deals, call 800-BUY-DELL. It's their best Black Friday in July ever, but it won't last all summer. So visit dell.com slash Black Friday or call 800-BUY-DELL today. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at MRExecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. I light the night for my dad. I light the night for my daughter. I light the night to end blood cancer. The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Light the Night brings together survivors and supporters to bring light to the darkness of cancer and to help fund life-saving research. About every three minutes in America, someone is diagnosed with a blood cancer. Advances made in blood cancer research are leading to treatments for many cancers and other serious diseases. Help light the path to cures. Join Light the Night today. Exile means quality, so savagely. 
Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. got uh, about 30 seconds left in this hour. The new owner of the Carolina Panthers, David Tepper, mm-hmm. uh, did his first interview, I guess, in front of the folks, uh, the, the press in uh, Carolina, Charlotte. And um, he doesn't think that gambling is going to have a major impact on the NFL viewership. Oh, boy. Comes out swinging, huh? <laughs> See, out of touch. Oh, my Ooh. God. I mean, come on. Really? Foot in your mouth, first time out. Yeah, not the not the best first impression. All right, well, <laughs> nonetheless, and they have to leave the uh, what's the owner's name? Jerry um, oh, Richardson. Jerry Richardson. Thank you. He's got a thirteen foot statue in front of him. He mm-hmm. lost his gig. Be what for what he did. They have to contractually. They can't take the statue down. Wow. Stupid. We'll come back uh, with the one o'clock hour Ken Miller show seventeen hundred KBGG. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggett can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry, PC, and Rush Niggett.
Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in the sun here at Camp Sunnyside. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah, they're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah, we still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's right, 